That moment, I I cried. I didn't know what to react. The, I mean, the bad ones are kind of like the same, right? You're being persistent. You're like, where are you? I can pick you up. And it's like, we can we can uh, like smash. Float the room. And then suddenly, oh shit! Then I have to spend like seven months in hospital. The teacher also receives. He just say, China balik China, India balik India. In front of all class. You know what you can do. Can't do nothing. Hey there, you are listening to Yamcha Kenmo. This is a podcast where everyone can share their stories and express themselves. So, what's your story? The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are our own and does not reflect or represent the view of other people in Malaysia. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast Yamcha Kenmo, where I try to have meaningful conversations with meaningful people. Okay, so today for this guest, um, the way of meeting him is not like the conventional way of meeting people, but you no. Know, uh, so I will just explain uh, how we met. Not actually met, but you no, know, know of him. So I met this person through. Okay, the first impression of him was when one of his tweets of Broke Boys Kitchen. I don't not sure if you guys heard about that, but that tweet went viral, something like that. And then uh, I you know went into his profile and check it out. So I. Turn, turns out he's quite an interesting person because he also has a blog. Okay, and then, so after that, I tried to, you know, I mean, I noticed him already. Yeah. So, and then after that, uh, one day he tweeted something like, uh, what podcast do you guys listen to? And then, uh, one of my friends jokingly mentioned that my own podcast, you know, the podcast that you guys are listening to uh, right now. And then, I also responded with some of the podcasts that I normally listen to. Yeah, so, one thing after another, here we are, ladies and gentlemen. Please welcome Mr. Bryler. Yo. Oh. <laughs> Do we have to clap for that? Yeah, yeah, yeah just clap. <laughs> but did no one introduce you like that before? You know what? I mean, that's an inter- interesting way to introduce me. Yeah. Uh, that made me felt proud for a bit. <laughs> you should be, you should be, you know. Not everyone gets right. to be Twitter famous. Right. <laughs> no lah. Wait, just uh, yeah. some questions that I'm really curious mm-hmm. about, you know, because mm-hmm. we never actually met before. This right, is our first time. Right. This is actually our first time, guys. Yeah. yeah. So, tell, tell us about a bit about Broke Boys Kitchen. Right. Before, I'm really interested about because it went viral, right? So how did it go? Right. Before we start tapping into Broke Boys Kitchen, I just want to share a little bit of uh, history about myself first, right? Yeah, you sure. see, Broke Boys Kitchen was never really something that was in my head, you know? Like, if I were to go five years back and tell myself, hey, dude, you'll be running a butter chicken business, I'll slap <laughs> the shit on myself. <laughs> Wait, is it just butter chicken? Yeah. We started as uh, butter chicken at first, and then we started expanding towards uh, chicken wings. Oh, but okay. I'm not sure whether you know of this, but we actually had to post the bis- uh, put the business on pause for now, mm. right? But anyways, uh, how it all started was uh, my friends and I, we were going through a very rough time that time. At the time, uh, there was like four of us, and we were staying in one house in Kota Damansara, Palm Spring, okay. right? And I mean... As we get older, right, we don't we don't look at things like oh shit, I don't have money, I gotta work on it something now. We look at it like two months before, right? And yeah. then I can see the projection of my financials lah. So it wasn't doing that great at the time. And I thought to myself, like, dude, I gotta find something to do on the side, man. And then my friends, we just start sitting around, alright, what do you do best, man? I'm like, shit, I don't know. I said, I can do videos, right? Yeah. Which is the vlogging and all that. Yeah. But then again, when I look at it, 
my 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 video skills is not very uh, sustainable because it's mainly for me, not for people outside. Mm. Because I'm only good at recording myself, not other people. Right. So that's uh, one thing that is very hard for me to do. So I said. Well, my family do have this uh, very well-known food in back in my hometown. I'm from Kuching, right? Yeah, okay. So my friend asked, "What is it? It's uh, butter chicken. It's a recipe from my brother, who is a chef. Uh, shout out Briley, <laughs> uh, who is a chef. It's a recipe from him, and then he gave it to the family, lah. And then since that day onwards, my family just started using that as the main hook to invite people for any open house and all oh, that, right? Okay. So yeah. there's a signature dish for yeah, family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I told my friends that, and they're like, "Dude." Let's sell that. All right. Okay. Cool. Let's come up with the costings. Let's come up with the uh, SOP, uh, the the plans of distributing the butter chicken. Uh, sorry to interrupt, but mm-hmm. is it like you just instantly, or you like took a few days to process it and well, decided to let's go for it? Okay. It wasn't not. It wasn't instantly. It was more of like first. First, I told them because that time we were we were very uh, among ourselves only. There was like only us in that house, yeah. and we invited people over for a potluck, right? And I said, "Hey, I want to cook something that I haven't cooked for quite some time." And then my friend said, "What is it? Butter chicken." Okay, let's go. Let's do that. So I bought chicken. I bought all the recipes, and I cooked it. And then my friend said, "Hey, this is actually something good that you can sell, man." And I'm like. Okay, let's just tweak that a little bit more, right? Mm-hmm. So we did a few more potlucks together uh, with a bunch of our friends, and I just wanted to gather the feedback at the time whether they really enjoy it, and they did. They did. They said like you should sell this, right? And I'm like, okay, and that's that's when the idea appears, yeah. right? And that's when the, the 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 thing actually we decided on, you know, this is something that we can make profit of. So we did lah. We decided to. Start the page, but first, this is the best part. Uh, we were looking for names at the time, right? The name Brock Boys yeah. Kitchen. We were busting our brains like, oh, Bryless Butter Chicken, and then I'm like, that's gonna sound wrong in acronyms wise, right? It's yeah. BBC. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so, can mean a lot of things, guys. <laughs> right? Can mean a lot of things, right? So I'm like, I, I don't like putting my name in front mm. of a brand or anything, right? I'm not that kind of guy. So. And then we're just thinking, dude, let's take a step back and look at our situation. Where are we right now? And that's what we should name the business. Authenticity matters, yeah. right? And my friend just said, let's go with Broke Boy's Kitchen. And I'm like, shit, that is actually very cool, right? And then we did. We named the business Broke Boy's Kitchen. And then after we decided to do that, we're still on a full-time job at the yeah. time. Mm-hmm. Uh, after five o'clock, uh, after we're done with working, I would go buy all the ingredients, I would tell my friend, hey, prepare the rice, and it was, man, those times were really, really emotional, man, uh, to be honest, because it was so sad when we first started the business, no one even bought it, because we started off selling in our apartment, right, we put banners everywhere, we go around the park giving testers to everyone, if you want it, you can contact us, and we can distribute it to you, and we can send it to you over your house, but the problem with that was we can only share it with People who distance, are, uh. yeah, people who are hanging outside of the apartment, mm. mainly because we can't access the top floor because we mm. were from the ground floor, yeah. right? So, yeah, we. After a few weeks, it was me and my friend Hazmi, Hazmi Anna. Uh, he's actually one of the hardworking person that I worked with at the time, and we only, we were looking at selling like seven a day at least, right? But we only managed to sell one or two, mm. the first starting week, and. 
after a while we just don't see we don't we just don't have the motivation to do that anymore so i put it on a pause put it on a pause get back to my normal job so this is the first pause huh? ah yeah okay that was the first one uh and then about three months or so my friends named mohammed mohammed came to me and he said hey you're still down for uh running brokeway's kitchen i'm like at first this mohammed guy was a little bit cheeky because <laughs> His friend, his his girlfriend is also selling butter chicken, right? Oh, okay. So, so he asked me, "Can you share with me your recipe?" I said, "Why is that so?" <laughs> and he said, "Something's not right." <laughs> and I said, uh, "I wasn't very comfortable at the time to share with him, So I said, "No, man." And then he said, "Oh, okay." And then the next few months, he started approaching me because he was on his semester break. He said, "Dude." I want to bring Brokeway's Kitchen to the next level, man, because you guys have potential. Because mm. Muhammad is, he has a lot of ba- business background. Mm. He has been uh, known to bring up a business, right? And But uh, he tried your butter chicken before, right? Yeah, yeah, he did, yeah, he did. Okay. He was one of the guests for the potlucks, okay. so, yeah. He was also my housemate uh, for a while, and then he left to continue his studies, right? So he approached me, he said, let's do it. Okay, we prepare prepare a tester we did a video because he noticed uh, that's one of my strength as well to prepare a video we did a video of our uh, we took a photo of our food a video of the tester right and he just started pumping ads on it using that uh, content that we've built right the, the, the visual that we built we put it on our Facebook Twitter Instagram everywhere and he started boosting us a certain amount of money yeah. in it, right? and it went viral dude. it went huge like crazy huge I think that's one of the many reasons why but the thing about sorry yeah it's okay <laughs> but the thing about uh, this viral stuff right it goes up really quickly and then soon people just stop talking about yeah. it right and that was what happened to Broadway's Kitchen we got viral and the next few I think about a month after it was going crazy the orders were going crazy uh, my partner and I uh, Elisha uh, she's one of my partner uh, so the, at the time there was three partners F4 uh, mm. Hazrik Muhammad Elisha and me myself okay. right and at the time we would wake up at like 5am just to pre- prepare everything mm. because we don't like preparing the night before I mean, just to keep the freshness yeah. and all that right so we prepare everything from 5 o'clock the deliveries the deliveries will start at 11 so we have to play our time around there right it was so hectic at the time I would have not enough rest. You still have to go to work as well. Yeah, I still have to go to work as well. But then I quit my job to pursue that one. (laughs) Yeah, because I saw potential in it. Mm. And then, yeah, it was, it it took a lot of convincing for me to actually quit my daily job. To actually pursue for that, you know. Because at the time I was stuck in a, I was stagnant, right? I was at the... I was at the stage where it took me a lot of convincing to yeah. stop my job because it was stressing me out day in day out but it's not mainly because of the job it was stressing my I was stressing myself out right I wasn't doing that great at the time and I was so stressed and all that so I see Brokeboy's Kitchen as a way out of that environment right mm. that is constantly waking up to feeling anxious and you're like yeah. oh shit this client is gonna follow up with me and I gotta follow up with this client and this and that this and that this and that and it's so crazy at the time I, I was I couldn't really recall whatever happened I, it just happened you know yeah. so that's how it all started lah Rogue's Kitchen we just we went through a few phases which is one start selling by 
uh, selling in our apartment, which is one or two orders per day. And then my friend came in, start making the uh, the branding look a lot more yeah. proper than it used to, and then boom, we exploded a couple of times actually. Just wanted to make sure: is it? Yeah. Do you guys like get went viral on every platform? Because I saw it on Twitter. Not sure about you know Instagram. Yeah, it was uh, Instagram. It was the lowest among all. But Twitter and Facebook receive the most engagement, and that's where we get most of our orders, lah. Mm. Yeah. Wait. So, uh, at what point did you guys just decide? I mean, that you mentioned about the first pause, right? Right. Right. So the current pause, right? How did you guys came to the conclusion where it's a good time to stop? I mean, to pause this business, right? Right. At the time, it was uh, one minute. I'm actually very. Uh, Sensitive about it since I'm also a host right yeah, now, yeah. Right? so I understand. I'm very anxious about that. <laughs> and at the same time, because you keep touching the table, you know, I'm I'm just worried. Oh right, right, yeah, right. I'm just worried. Sorry. Forgot about that. It's a habit. It's a Malaysian yeah. habit, actually. <laughs> uh, but no worries, no worries. Uh, how did we? At the time, at that time itself was uh, was a different business partner. The only one that remained the same was me myself, right? Uh, at the first, the first time we did it, there was a friend of mine called Irfan, and also uh, Hazmi. It was the three of us who started all of this, and that time Irfan has le- uh, left his job and he went back to stay with his parents in Shalam. So we just Hazmi and I were at the dead end. We're just like, dude, I don't think we should pursue this because we didn't have Irfan at the time, right? Uh, so. Yeah, that's the first pause. We come up to a conclusion that that's the first pause. We should not uh, continue because lack of planning, I would say, a lack of planning, a lack of manpower. So it was really hard. So yeah, that's the first pause. That's when we decide that, okay, I, I'm not going to dive too deep into this at first. Yeah. Hold on then. Um, was it like, did everyone agree on this or was there someone who think, no, we should keep pushing? Yeah, uh, there is, of course. There's a lot of, uh, most of them, they say uh, we should keep pushing. But at the end of the day, I felt like it was my power, it was my energy that is being put into preparing all that stuff, delivering all that yeah, stuff. Since you are the, are you the only one cooking? I'm the only one cooking. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah that makes sense then. So I thought like, I mean, as much as people tell you to hustle, mm. there comes to a point in time where you really need to consider about your own uh, mental well-being. and your physical, yeah, your well-being, right? So, yeah. That's it, lah. Mm. So, uh, also since you, I know that you have stopped at the business for Broke Spoil Kitchen, right? Mm. Then what about vlogging? Oh, vlogging. I noticed that you you haven't been posted for quite some time. Yeah, yeah. That's that's the, that's the tough part about vlogging, man. Especially, <laughs> like, I myself, I really enjoy vlogging because I feel like vlogging is where I can share with people, like like a lot of people when they vlog, right? They don't show what's what they I don't know about people who are vlogging in America or mm. anywhere else but I know a lot of people when they share their life through content they try to make it look as nice as possible yeah. right like for me I try to keep it at a very authentic looking thing right when I'm clueless about stuff mm. I'll actually do a vlog about being clueless yeah. I think there was one of it in my vlog where I literally talk about I do not know what to talk about mm. yeah, right yeah. there was a whole vlog of that uh, it was a one minute vlog and what was the question again? <laughs> no, I mean, you didn't uh, upload a vlog in a long time, you know? Right, uh, yeah. What happened? Okay, 
first of all, I the laptop I used to edit before was was my friend's laptop. But you see, the thing about me is I always I'm so grateful that I'm surrounded by friends who don't mind lending me their stuff. Mm. Right? The camera is not even mine. Uh, the laptop is not even mine. Uh, the monitor that I used to edit is not even mine. Mm. So all these friends, right? They gave it to me. They let me edit my stuff because they really like what I'm doing. They really believe in what I'm doing. But the reason why I stopped posting now or before that was because I don't have a laptop to edit anymore. Oh, I still okay. have a camera to yeah. shoot. I still have a camera to shoot. I still have, I still have a laptop, but it no longer supports the uh, software. Yeah. Right. So I can't do that. So yeah, I, I. That's the only reason, I guess. I can't stay consistent in that part, and also. Yeah. Okay. So because you can't edit anymore, so do you still record? Or yeah, I do, you, man, in or, my phone. Yeah. So there's like a lot of footage that's not edited yet. Yeah. Uh, there's some footage because. I mean, I'm always about uh, when I want to present my vlog. I want it to look very, what do you say, that uh, very pleaseful in the eye. Mm. Meaning, like there's a certain way of editing that I like. Like a lot of people, when they vlog, they like it to be a landscape mode mm. or portrait mode. I like to keep myself my vlog to be square, mm. right? Because I feel like that's the easiest way to consume stuff, square, right? So I post it on Instagram and. Yeah, man, that, that, that... Wait, I can't focus right now, what the hell? <laughs> what were you saying? Uh, basically, I was saying, um, since, are you still recording because you don't have anything yeah, yeah, to yeah, edit? Yeah, 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 back to that. Uh, I, I do have it, but right now, it's on my phone. So, I just don't want to release it now, like, I guess. Yeah. I'll release Make sure it that, the... you know, the things that you pull out are until your standards, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's true, yep. So, yeah, but that's true. also actually very toxic in some sort of way because I want to like share the yeah, perfectionist right? yeah, yeah I don't like being a perfectionist at times because it really limits yourself from mm. doing stuff yeah anyways yeah, yeah. okay so I think uh, so the next question okay so because this podcast is all about having that conversation with that person right mm. so what was the hardest conversation you ever had with anyone Dude, uh, the hardest conversation I've ever had with someone is to actually sit down and admit my mistakes, uh, my own mistakes, and really fully acknowledge something that is so obvious, you know. That is the hardest conversation la, for me because uh, about a few months ago, I don't want to go into detail here la, because it's a little bit personal yeah, yeah. Totally and also a little bit sensitive to other people as well, to whoever may evolve, right? Basically, I... I Mess, mess things up among my friends and it was clearly my fault right and my friend beat me up because of it my friends right they they were so shocked with what I not shocked lah like they were disappointed with how I behave what I did and so on right so that was probably the toughest one lah I would say like just sitting down really sitting down and acknowledge your mistake and tell yourself like dude you sign up for this you gotta really you gotta really take responsibilities of it right and my friends are like what you did was stupid but just keep moving forward man like that was probably the hardest because I had to open up a lot about my stupidity my my <laughs> my mistakes and yeah I, and, and, and that actually led me to 
being more honest about my mistakes, right? When you do not know stuff, you sit down and you tell that you don't know stuff, right? And that actually has... Because before that incident, before that uh, conversation happened with my friends, right? I'm more of like, I don't have to tell you, man. I know what I'm doing, right? Mm. I know what I'm doing. Until reality hits me hard on my face and I'm like, shit, there are times when you just don't know what to do. You just don't know what you did. So it's okay to be that humble, man. It's okay to be, to tell people that you don't know shit, right? So that's the toughest conversation because I talked to all my friends about it, man. It was so intense because I don't know whether you consume Gary Vee. Yeah. But he always tell, he always, uh, he also preach about uh, opening up to your insecurities. Mm. And that's exactly what I did. And it really helped me to go through that. Because at the time, I was so so Obsessed? sad yeah I uh, know I was so sad with the oh, whole okay. incident right because my friends were mocking me they were all disappointed with me and I'm like oh shit so yeah that was the toughest toughest conversation I've ever had my friends face to face because they know my mistake I know yeah. my mistake and usually naturally as a friend you would try to comfort them and say hey you did nothing wrong and relax and this, but they can't do that so that was hard that was really hard what but do you think is the hardest part though is it that admitting <clears throat> you're wrong or is it that because your friends are not trying to make you feel better and instead they're just you know say it to your face like you're wrong like okay yeah. I've always been a straightforward my person myself right I always try to keep things uh, very straightforward and be honest about it but the, 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 the hardest part was not the part where my friends say things that are harsh mm. but the hardest part was actually knowing that there's an ego inside of you that needs to be getting uh, that needs to be gone right mm. and by doing that only you can do that right and you have to start admitting your mistakes as stupid as it sounds as shameful as it sounds as 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 crazy as it sounds you just gotta really sit down and tell yourself like dude stop being so egoistic it is your fault at the end of the day you have no one to blame anymore you have no one to blame take responsibility be accountable of your mistakes and yeah, that was the hardest part to have that conversation with yourself because a lot of people go through their life, right? When things goes wrong, they don't blame themselves. They find something to blame. Yeah, they find something to blame. Oh, the jam was crazy, you know, or the rain was this and that. And like, no, there are times when you are at fault, you know? And not many people actually do that, if you might say that way. Yeah. So yeah, that was the hardest thing for me. That was the breakthrough moment when I knew that I have an ego to crush. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, then, if you don't mind me asking, mm. how is your, how do you feel after having that conversation? Of myself? Yeah. It's still here and there now, I would say. Do you look back at it and think like, um, I'm so glad that I did it, or maybe you have different thoughts on that? You or maybe the conversation the, I yeah, had with maybe myself? You say, or no, with my the, friends? Yeah, with your friends. Okay. So maybe you, you thought that it would be better if you keep it to myself no yeah something like maybe oh, if, no, or no, maybe no. if you did something differently like maybe if you say it the way differently something like that yeah uh, to be honest dude I felt like that was probably the best thing I've ever done throughout my entire life of living this life for 24 years man seriously I feel like opening up to my friends make them know how vulnerable I am it's a lot better than not knowing what 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 at what point do I know myself right mm. So I felt like that was probably the best thing I've ever done. I, I wouldn't recommend keeping it to yourself. Because some of my friends, I've seen them going through the same, uh, same through 
a same went through the same journey and they keep it to themselves and the only person they can open up sometimes to is me right and listening to them talking about it it's just like it's very simple like after i've experienced mm. it before that before i've experienced that myself i would tell my friends like it's okay dude it's all right i'm here for you i'm here for you so they come back to me they come mm. back to me they come back to me they come back to me and it made me feel shitty because you only can count on me mm. right after i went through that myself i know that i need to communicate to all of these people so that i can't put a certain amount of expectation to this particular person to make me feel good right so yeah now i always tell people just be more open about your mistakes man like, just be more open about your mistakes yeah because if you don't right people will put a high amount of expectation to you, mm. you know like let's say you fuck things up with your friends uh, no you fuck things up with your clients right because they thought that you never fuck up they thought you're this perfect person and then bam that will cause a lot more of a ripple effect among all the industry you know so yeah it's it goes the same way in uh, on a friendship wise lah you know people thought that you're a great singer suddenly you go on stage you fuck up some shit and then people are like woo right mm. so yeah that's how i look at it. my 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 what do you call that uh? my metaphors are a bit yeah. all over the place but yeah, yeah no problem as long as i can understand you perfectly no worries <laughs> yeah that's that so then how did your friendship improve because of that oh most definitely i feel like a lot are a lot of people are a lot of my friends are doing exactly what i'm doing right now which is uh they start being a little bit more open mm. to their mistake i don't know is it because they felt like i've done something worse or <laughs> so it's like a safe zone yeah. to tell someone who's 10 times worse than they are <laughs> because dude i went through a lot of shit right and yeah my relationship with my friends have been a lot better lah. and because that all because that also made them i'm so blessed that my friends are really great listeners at times Right. they really sit down and listen the problem was I never listened to them mm. but once they start listening to me and I felt like man I've been I've been uh, what do you call that uh, I've been very ungrateful with my mm. friends right so I start listening a lot more to them I start spending a lot more time because because of that particular situation so it definitely did build that relationship with my friends yeah especially from my friends from Kuching right I've always disregard them I've always looked at them as something that pulled me down back then mm. but at the end of the day through rough times they're the ones who's gonna be there for me so yeah it, it really it really definitely helped me improve that friendship yeah do you think that the only way you can evolve to that level of friendship right where you can really expose yourself expose your vulnerability to others but you can't really do that if none of you had that conversation in the first place sorry can you repeat that again okay uh, so basically sis you said the friendship improved right because of that conversation mm-hmm. so but you don't have that conversation that often with most of your friends right so do you agree on whether you should do have this conversation with all of your friends or maybe just some of them i believe it's all of them for me i don't want to keep things to particular friends mm. if I can be open up to uh, open up to everyone I'll open up to everyone man. seriously uh, I do believe that opening up 
makes people see a lot more of you, mm. right? So I wouldn't recommend to keep things to particular friends because as I said, you're gonna hold a certain amount of expectations towards these friends. And when somehow, somewhere, sometime, your friend or you fuck the relationship up, fuck mm. the friendship up, and then they start exposing shits about you, mm. right? And yeah, if you decided to be open to everyone, you fuck this relationship up. They open up things about you. But people, people already, already know, know yeah. right? It's like the Eminem yeah. rose strike thing, right? <laughs> so people already know. So that's, for me, is one way for me to overcome my insecurity, right? To overcome my insecurities, like, yeah. So I would, I, I myself, I would like to share with a lot of people about mm. my ups and downs, my insecurities, my mistakes. I don't care, man. Mm. Yeah, I don't, I don't really care about what, what's the effect that's going to be allowed, uh, about that. Because for me nowadays, privacy is no longer a thing even, you know? Mm. So yeah, to answer your question, that's yeah. that. <laughs> okay. Are you familiar with Game of Thrones? Oh no, man. Okay, so I'm so sorry. Okay, so basically there's this um, line from Tyrion and he's still one of the main characters. Mm-hmm. So, because he's a dwarf, right? Right. And then there's... Um, he talked to this main... Another main character who is a mm-hmm. bastard. Mm-hmm. Which means uh, his parents were not like proper parents. Uh. Right. So, so like... So one thing that he said was very iconic was that... Where that... How, how do I... I forgot the actual words but right. say that where that because people always called the main character bastard right mm-hmm. so he's he mentioned that use that as an armor so nobody can wear it like an armor so nobody right. can use it against you right let me give you some advice bastard never forget what you are the rest of the world will not wear it like armor and it can never be used to hurt you right because yeah, you're a bastard, so, but you cannot change anything to do that. So, yeah. oh, might wow. as well just use it yeah. to make yourself Embrace better, it, right? like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like that. Yeah, that's great, man. Yeah, but I totally ruined the moment because I forgot the line, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no but, worries, dude. Yeah. I, I, don't, I think it's even in the first episode, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah? Yeah, but... Yeah, sorry yeah, for technically, the bad yeah, No worries, man. Like, <laughs> technically, that's true. La. Like, if people label you as one stuff, yeah. Then use it as something like your armor, lah. That's yeah. true. That's true. Yeah. Okay, so I think what experience, right, in recent memory that made you have a new perspective on stuff. Like oh. one, one of the things, just as an example, you know, like uh, have you been watching, you know, the video where the peop- the this girl went to open the refrigerator and just lick the ice cream. No, I've never seen that. <laughs> There's some weird meme, I guess. No, it's not a it's meme. Not? It's actual video. And, or maybe the more Malaysian one is, um, you know the girl that get cane, got cane because she called the teacher Aqua? Something oh, like right, 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 right. Yeah, maybe yep, just yep. something like that that mm-hmm. you know, made you had a new perspective on stuff. That's just an example. Oh, you mean like not on my experience, but Anything. It can be your you experience see. as well. Things that... Technically, okay. what you see, you still experience it, right? Right. Just any experience. Uh, To answer that question, I'll just take something that I've seen or heard, okay? Uh, Instead of something that I've experienced myself. Yeah, sure. Right. One thing that really changed my perspective of things, yet again, is taking full responsibility of what you do. Whatever happens to you, it happens not because 
God or anyone or anything wants it to happen to you. It's because of what you did. Mm-hmm. This is something I've learned. I don't know. I don't know about you, but I've always retweet uh, things that are present representing that whatever happens to you, it's your. It's not to say your fault, but mm-hmm. it's your action that caused it. Right. When you come to think about it, the reason why you're alive today is okay lah. <laughs> parents are uh, factors as well lah. But then again you made certain decisions in your life to bring you here, right? To this point. Yeah, to this point. Yeah. So that, a lot of articles, a lot of, uh, a lot of, uh, I don't know what, what kind of movement are we talking about here, but there's this thing called like the red pill, blue pill thingy. Are you familiar with that? Yeah. Right? I, and I think, do you know where, where they came from? It's from the Matrix, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, listening to all these uh, guys who are from the right, uh, the, red, the red, red pill, yeah. right? I resonate a lot with that the most lah. So I felt like taking full responsibilities. Like they, they I follow them on Twitter, you know. So mm. they somehow shape my mind of yeah. doing things. <laughs> and the dangerous part is as well. Sometimes it can get very political, right? Mm. So these people are very right wing kind of yeah. mindset, right? They're they're more of like, okay, the reason why people are labeled this way it's because of themselves. So what, right? What's gonna happen, like? I started looking at that in, in that way as well, like, yeah man, like those kind of things really shape my mind into, uh, into looking at things a different way. I take full accountability of whatever happens to myself right now, right? Because they always, I'm just gonna get an example, an example of like, uh, okay, if you're late for work, who do you blame? Your alarm? Your sleeping schedule? Or yourself, right? Because at the end of the day, you're the one who's waking up, yeah. right? It's not your sleeping alarm. It's not your sleeping schedule. You're gonna want wake up. So yeah. it totally depends on you yourself. And a lot of my friends really decide not to. They they're always against my point of view on things. Like for me, I always, I always look at things like you're at this place because of you yourself, not mm. because of the system, not yeah. because of the government or anything. You're here because of yourself. Okay, not because of your parents. Not of course, those can be uh, major factors in yeah. life. But then again, we live in an era where opportunities are everywhere. Mm. So you'll be stupid if you don't tap into any of that, right? Yeah. Oh, sorry, dude. No, it's okay. It's yeah. okay. Totally chill. But I think I can find another example. Maybe it's not related. But are you familiar with Will Smith and what J- Jada? Yeah, 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 yeah. They so they had this. Uh, uh, because Jada is the host of the Red Table session where they talk about their stuff. Uh. Right. So I heard this where they say, your happiness is, you should not depend your happiness on your partner. Mm-hmm. Your happiness is your responsibility alone. If you can't yep, love yep. yourself, you cannot expect your partner to love you. That's just selfish, right? Yep, yep. Some, something among that line. Uh, mm-hmm. Some ways. And then, and I totally agree with that. Same here, dude. Yeah, it's like, everything is your fault in some ways okay like if you're upset about something that is not caused by yourself mm-hmm. but it's your choice to whether to be upset yes correct exactly what, where I was getting at I'm, yeah. I'm glad that you actually uh, understand <laughs> what was that about right that's true that's true you have the choice you, yeah. how you react to things mm-hmm. depends on you how you want to react to it right mm-hmm. a sad thing can happen it depends on you do you want to stay there and uh, yeah. uh grief about that thing or you want to uh, move on and live your life and live a better life as a matter of fact yeah. right so that's true yeah 
things can be bad as shit, but it's totally up to you yeah. to actually see what can you learn or what. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but then again, I understand at times it requires time to actually embrace that yeah. feeling itself, right? Definitely. Because definitely. it's a lot easier to yeah. say than actually going through, like say someone's death, for example. If 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 like. For example, if I have a girlfriend, right? Yeah. My girlfriend died. It's gonna take some time for me to actually come to a realization. Okay, it's time to move forward with this, yeah. right? So, it's time to be happier than this, right? So, it's totally subjective thinking for yeah. Uh, everyone. Yeah. But I like that part though, where uh, you said like, mm, you quote that your happiness doesn't depend on your partner. But yeah. it depends on you, right? Yeah, your happiness is your responsibility alone. Yep. It's not your partner's mm-hmm, responsibility. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that one a lot. And I think it's uh, <clears throat> like depending. You say like these situations happen to you, right? I feel like um, that's the only way forward. To yep. be honest, because definitely, if anything happens to you, right? If you blame anything else but yourself, mm-hmm. that's not gonna help yourself. Yep. Right. Everything is other people's fault. Yep. So. But you, the thing is, you cannot control external circumstances. Mm-hmm. You can only control yourself. Yes. So that's the thing I think you should focus on. Yep. That's the point I got like from what you said. Mm. Yep, yep, yep. Exactly. I think, I don't know what's other people's point of view on this, but yeah. uh, uh, about uh, two months ago, right? It, it goes to this topic as well. Uh, two months ago, my friends and I were like debating. Not debating, like, discussing, yeah. like, I would say. <laughs> Choice of words. <laughs> discussing about... Uh, because he believes that the system actually plays a huge role in someone's development. Mm. I, on the other hand, don't believe in any of that. I believe in... Uh, at the end of the day, someone's uh, destiny, if you might say that way. Mm. Someone's life depends on they themselves yeah. as well. So the debate was... Uh, I'm from Kuching Sarawak myself, right? So we were concerned about, we were discussing about uh, the future of uh, Sarawakians, mm. the the ones who are actually legit in the in the jungle area. <laughs> you might say that way. We came from the town side, so it doesn't really matter, right? Does it mean that you're not legit? <laughs> <laughs> you said legit. <laughs> you said yourself the ones who live in the jungle are legit. <laughs> okay, let me rephrase that. Yeah, like 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 the ones that you think are Sarawakians. <laughs> God damn it, you got me there. <laughs> Bad choice of words, my friends. <laughs> I was wow, you know, because he said legit. <laughs> okay, my bad on that one, my bad. Uh, basically, it's those who, who didn't have the kind of uh, development as we did mm. in the town areas. Uh, so, I myself, I believe that these people actually has the choice yeah. to, go up, to go up and become mm. someone big if they decide to change the culture. So it's their responsibility, yes. you're saying. It's, it's, it's up to them to change mm. their culture, right? Yeah. It's their responsibilities. It's not... You see, when the government try to introduce... Or, when usually people over here, when they say the system, they always rely... Or they're, they're always uh, referring to the government, right? Mm. They say, oh, the system wants us to do this, do that. And they will start pointing out, oh, this, uh, this system doesn't want doesn't to let our people to go up the stairs and all that climb up the corporate ladders or yeah. whatever right and I'm there like no you you can actually do that you can absolutely do that if you really work your ass off because everyone is given the same opportunity mm-hmm. right like I believe that people who studies in KL were given the same uh, 
and the people who are living in the Ulu side of Sarawak, right, mm. were given the same education. Mm. Of course, money plays in a, uh, plays a different role in giving tuitions and so yeah, on yeah. and so on. But if you really work hard, you can actually be there, right? Yeah. And I have to say, I come from a very normal mid-income family myself, right? And I'm not saying that I'm right now very successful, but I hang out with a lot of successful people now. And that's one way to grow, you know? But mm. a lot of people don't want to get rid of that ego. They're saying like, oh, I'm really good as I am. Mm. I don't need this person to be in my life. I'm really yeah. good as shit. People have that kind of mentality over there, mm. right? I don't need your help, dude. I can do shit on my own. Mm. So how are you expecting yourself to grow? And it all goes back to their culture because their culture teaches them that. But then again, yeah, that's all my opinion yeah. on that. It's really subjective. Some people yeah. view it at a different way, la, So I yeah. respect that as well, la. Yeah, I I agree when you say that because you know, mm. if it is so bad, wouldn't it, wouldn't be life be better if you believe that you could actually change the thing yeah. instead of being controlled by system? Yeah, feeling exactly. powerless. Exactly. So even if you, even if the reality is the con- the system controls what we do, right? But isn't it better to know that to believe at least that if you work hard enough you will get what you want yeah exactly at least your life you know you won't be so down all the time yeah, you won't yeah, be feeling yeah. so depressed yep. because you already know what's the reality like whatever I do it doesn't matter if the system doesn't allow it yeah like you know what you can actually say it better than I do <laughs> <laughs> I'm, always, I'm always I'm always tr- I'm yeah. just saying it uh, differently than you did. Yeah. The way you said it sounds more acceptable. Like the way I said it, it's always like, you know, like uh, beating the shit out of them. <laughs> I guess that's why a lot of people disagree with me at times. <laughs> choice of words. Yeah, choice of words, exactly. I'm very bad at that because my words can get very harsh at times. Mm. But yeah, that's that. Yeah, okay. So moving forward, okay, so what's the weirdest thing you like to do then? The weirdest thing I like to do, Adrian. Weirdest thing I like to do. Don't say you don't have, because everyone has something. Yes, I'm trying to think of it right now. Hmm. Weirdest thing I like to do. You want an example? Yeah, yeah, example. Okay, so one of the examples is this is myself lah. Mm. So when I shower, right, and after that I will use my towel. I'm very specific on which end to use. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so normally I will. Okay. Normally the towels have labels, right? Right. So I normally use the label side to wipe upper part of my body right. and the other end to the bottom part of my body. Okay. Yeah, it can be anything like that. Okay, alright. That's... Dude. <laughs> Obviously you wouldn't want to use the place where you wipe your butt yesterday to wipe your fast today, right? Doesn't it make sense? Alright, okay. Hmm. Are you going to change the way you use your towel now? Okay, okay. Uh, uh, what was that again? What, what, uh, weirdest thing, weirdest you, like thing you like to do. Okay, I don't know about other people, but you know the soap, like the actual soap? Yeah. Like, not the liquid soap. Yeah. It's like the rock solid yeah, soap, yeah, okay. right? I use that on my hair too. Oh, you use that on your hair? Yeah. Do you use it on your body? body? So everything, yeah. including your yeah, hair? Yeah, but of course I use the, what do you call that? Uh, the sponge. Ah, la, yeah, yeah, okay. And, but I use that on my hair. So a lot of people like, why are you using that on your hair? You're supposed to use the shampoo. There's a reason why there's a shampoo, but I don't. And are you still doing that? Yeah. And people are questioning why is my hair so fluffy and nice. It's basically genetics. La, I think. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing to do with the soap. La. Oh, wow. But yeah, okay. that's one thing that uh, a lot of people find it weird about me. Yeah. So yeah, that's definitely one thing. And also, 
just to add on on that, people usually shampoo first, then soap, right? Yeah. I usually soap first, then I shampoo. I thought you say you do, don't use shampoo. Sometimes I do lah. Oh. Uh. Now yeah. because normally it's it's just natural to start with your head and work down <laughs> the bulk. <laughs> yeah. So sometimes right, you know when you use shampoo, it gets very like oily all over Bubbly. right yeah i mean yeah, like okay. it gets very oh okay what do you call that uh very very lichen like yeah you know, right but when you use sabun it gets very dry and all that right so sometimes i always sabun first and then i shampoo and then everything start getting very lichen again i'm like oh god damn it <laughs> so yeah anyways yeah so you don't like the leaching yeah the i don't like it <laughs> hence why i don't really use shampoo as much oh okay okay yeah Okay, that's pretty weird, I would say, but you know, <laughs> I'm not here to judge, I'm just saying yep. it's not, okay, a lot, okay. not a thing that a lot of people do. I mean, you opened up, so yeah. yeah. <laughs> what? But are you, don't you agree? You know, you wouldn't want to use the place you used to wipe your butt yesterday and use yeah, it on your I face mean, today. Yeah, I, 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 t- I totally agree, but then again, I've never looked at it that way, so it doesn't really bother me as much. <laughs> as long as the towel's dry, then can already. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Go on. Okay, so I think it's almost the end of the podcast now. Nice. Okay, so mm-hmm. since this podcast is all about having that conversation with that person, so I have a challenge for you, mm-hmm. which is to text someone, call, depends, depend, right. depending on you. I'll just that, call. That you haven't talked in a long time, and just to check in on them. Okay, uh, do I have to put it on loudspeaker or anything? Uh, you can choose not to, but I would prefer, you know, you know what, I'm going to do it with you. Okay, let me find someone I haven't talked to for quite some time. Mm. Anyone random? Yeah, anyone. But try not to cheat, you know. Call of someone course, that. of course, no worries. <laughs> how, how I haven't talked to, as in like, what's the, the, the time are we looking at? Like, what, Any, how, the period? Yeah, try not, you know, just haven't checked in in a long time. Okay. Understood, understood. Uh, Once I haven't checked in after a long time. Uh, mm. Well, I think I got mine. The thing is, <laughs> <laughs> hmm. okay, got one. Okay. Her name is Vanessa Julan. Actually, this is the first time I'm She's doing this with a guest, you know. So. Ah, really? Yeah, looking forward to how it goes. Actually. Speaker, is it? Yeah. <laughs> Alright. I try to be quiet. Hello. Hello. Am I speaking to Vanessa Julan? Yeah, this is who? Uh, this is Wong. Is who? Wong. From? Hey, fuck you, I'm Bryler. Goodbye, <laughs> 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 Bobby. Hey, uh, by the way, I'm just calling to check in with you because I haven't talked to you for quite some time, right? So, yeah. Uh, I, actually, I'm on a podcast, so this is more of like a, a, a challenge for me to call someone who I haven't checked into on a phone call. So, I decided okay. to check on you. So, yeah. Uh, Alright, okay. So, I guess the best way to start to start calling you was pranking you as usual. Sinego. Where are you? Oh, really? You're in Sunway? Yeah, I was. Now I'm going back. To Puncha Alam? Yeah, then ah. get back up and... Yo, we, you didn't even tell me you're at Sunway. Could have hung up with you. I just been for a while. I need to just to shop for something as well. Oh, okay. Alright. 
Thank you for are picking you up the call. Hmm? I'm just asking, are you coming to Kuching in Redondo? Where, where is that? Kuching, Kale, your own hometown, Kale. Yeah, when? <laughs> I don't know, that's why I'm asking you. No, 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 I'm gonna stay here for quite some time. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, Alright, okay, bye. bye. Take care. Yeah, wow. that was uh, Vanessa Julan, a friend of mine since that high school. Quite well, I think. Yeah, yeah. Uh, was she on the vlog once? Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, she a, was never okay. in my vlog. Yeah, yeah, that was another one. But we we're yeah. friends. Yeah, 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 understood, yeah. understood. You want me to do mine? Or? Yeah, man. Let's hear it. But I don't think he'll pick up, though. It's okay, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Shit, which one? It's a two full number. <laughs> okay, it's this one. <laughs> How long was this, dude? Okay, maybe it's the wrong number. I'll try again. It's not working, apparently. Oh, okay. Okay, it's ringing. Oh, shit. See? I don't think it's gonna pick up. It's okay, lah, then. <laughs> Come on, don't let me down, dude! <laughs> I don't oh. think it's picking up. Yeah. Maybe it's, Maybe it's busy. busy yeah. yeah. It's okay. So, sorry guys, I tried. Yeah, he tried. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I think, yeah, that's it for today. So, yeah. hope you had a fun time, brother. Yeah, man, dude, definitely. This is really great. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I feel like this one has a lot more freedom. Yeah, really? with you, yeah. Because from the podcast that I'm doing, uh, just yeah, to finally, have a yeah. have a quick plug-in. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, sure. Do you check guys out. can check out our uh, my podcast over at uh, Cultivating the Masses over at Spotify. So yeah, yeah. Where yeah. do you put your podcast, dude? Uh, on Anchor, and then you just distribute to everywhere for me. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, so yeah. definitely check him out on mm -hmm. Twitter or everywhere. His, yeah. his name his name is Bryler, right? Yeah, uh, my name is Bryler. So you can check on Instagram B R Y L E double -R, R. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so that thing that's all. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you. See you next time. Hey guys, this is the end of the episode. Just want to say thank you for bringing me along your journey or wherever you are right now. Maybe you are um on the public transport on the way to work or maybe you're walking to class or maybe you're working out or maybe you're doing some chores or something. I hope you guys enjoyed it and if you liked it, make sure to share it to your friends. Let me know if you really resonated with whatever the podcast have said and whatever you're doing right now just want to say thank you for bringing me along hope you have a great day and see you soon